Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend, Chloe, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about being a state title holder and her prep for Miss Teen Volunteer America. So Chloe, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Hey guys, I am Chloe Hargis. I am Miss Arkansas Teen Volunteer. My main platform that I promote is Arts and Smarts, which is basically promoting the benefits of performing arts and how they've affected my life and how it can affect others as well as they grow. I am an 18-year-old senior senior at Woodlawn High School. I am the cheer captain. I love cheering on my Woodlawn Bears. So passionate about that. I'm involved in many school clubs and academics, and my favorite thing to do in my free time is tap dance. I love it. I love it. She's she's multifaceted. I love it. (laughs) Okay, so talk a little bit about how you got into pageantry. So my mom put me in pageants when starting about two years old. I did the Cinderella system, and but I didn't really figure and make the own decision to do my pageants until I was about five years old, and I watched Miss Arkansas's Outstanding Teen for the first time. And I looked at my mom, and I said, Mom, I'm going to be up there someday. And she said, well, Chloe, it's a lot of hard work. You have to have a talent. You have to have an interview. And honestly, I just, I don't know if you should do it. And I said, mom, you shouldn't crush your child's dreams. And so it's always just a big joke that I'd love to tell people because it's so me and it's hilarious. And so I immediately right then I began working towards that goal and I competed in Miss Arkansas's team for four years, which was such a fun experience. I made so many new friends and can continue to grow in myself and my confidence And I actually aged out of Miss Arkansas's team this year, and I knew I wanted to do Miss, but I wanted to take a few years off and wait a little bit before I moved into the Miss system. And so I was thinking, what other systems are kind of like this one that I could do? Because it's not all about getting a, a new shiny hat and a crown. It's about growing in yourself and the way you feel about yourself and just all of that good stuff. And so I looked at the systems and I saw this one was very similar. And so I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot. You know, this is about growth. And so I took the shot and here I am and I'm so happy about it and can't wait for nationals. I love it. I love it. You mentioned it earlier. You talked about, (laughs) excuse me, about how you tap dance. So talk a little bit about your talent. You know, what goes into picking a song or a costume and talk a little bit about the behind the scenes process of that. Right. So I've been tap dancing ever since I was four years old. When I was about 12, I knew that that's all I wanted to do. I did other styles of dancing before that, but then I really decided that I wanted to focus on tap. And moving forward, I did a lot of musical theater. That was my favorite thing to do. And when I hit about age of 17 or so, I thought, you know, I want to change it up a little bit. I want to be a little bit edgy. And so I decided to do Michael Jackson and I did the acapella version of Beat It. And it was so fun. I got to just channel my inner MJ and it was a whole nother world for me because going from musical theater to edgy was kind of a big jump and a big gap, but it was so fun. And just the process of watching him and using his moves in my dance and watching YouTube videos of seeing what all he did and really studying and getting into character. It was like playing MJ and Chloe at the same time. And it was so fun. My costume is kind of like the red leather jacket that he has in the Beat It video. And I have a little white wristband to kind of look like the gloves. So that is pretty fun. And that's how I chose my talent. And I love it. And hopefully I can stick with it for as long as possible. I love it. That's so creative. That's so fun. I love a fun costume. I love a character costume is what I really love. I always, it's so fun. 
yeah, I always do like lyrical or jazz. So I can never really do like fun, like creative costumes. But last year, one of the teens in my organization, she did, um, oh gosh, what did she do? Oh, sign language. And so, and she did it to Hamilton. And so she like wore the whole, yes. and I was like, I, I want that costume. <laughs> I am a Hamilton fan. Absolutely. Full support. Yeah. Yeah. She killed it. She killed it. Okay. So we talked about <laughs> that. So what is your favorite phase of competition? And talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. Probably interview. And I know a lot of people wouldn't say that because it is nerve wracking getting up in front of a panel of judges. We like to call it the firing squad because it's constantly bam, bam, bam. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? But when I went into systems like this one, I was really nervous for it. And it was 100% my worst phase because I had been on stage all my life, but going into an interview room is so different. And most people don't understand the concept of it. And so walking into it, it was a very scary experience, but learning and doing mocks and studying, I learned to really love it and to really feel the more that I would talk about who I am in interview, the more I really grew into myself. And it's so fun to be able to share your personality with the judges and let them know who you really are. And I think it's definitely the most important phase of competition, too, because I think that's how they should choose your their winner. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think also like it carries into the other portions of competition, you know, because there's that subconscious, even if they try to, you know, be like objective in each separate category, you know, if they really like you in interview, then they're going to like you more in talent than they would if they didn't like you in interview. So I'm a big interview girl, too, for sure. Absolutely. If your personality shines through in that room, then it shines through in the rest of your competitions and they'll be able to relate back to that and think, oh, yeah, that's why I like her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, so we talked about earlier, you mentioned your platform. So talk to us a little bit about what your platform is, what you've been doing with it this year, and what your future plans are for it. So my platform is Arts and Smarts. Um, I entered dance when I was about four years old, and I was very shy. I cried the entire time, and my dance teacher carried me around on her hip the very first lesson. And turns out we were just at the wrong studio. So I went to a new studio, absolutely fell in love with dancing, preferably tap, obviously. And I really learned to grow and get to be on stage in front of a crowd. And it was such a fun experience. And I knew that I wanted to do it for as long as I can, really. And then when I was about eight years old, it was a Friday night. And my mom said, OK, there's a musical going on about 20 minutes down the road. I think you should audition. And I was like, whoa, this is a whole new ball game. And so I went down there. I sang a Christmas song, believe it or not, for my audition. And I did one of my competition dances and somehow got a part. I don't really know how. I was terrible, to be honest. And I fell in love with theater through that. And ever since then, I saw everything in my life change. I changed Physically, I changed emotionally. My test scores came up, believe it or not. And I saw all of these benefits that I was having because of performing arts programs. And I said, you know, I really want to get the word out that this is benefiting me because I know it can benefit everyone else around me. So that's pretty much how my platform started. I talked to elementary school children. I talked to road clubs. Um, any chance I get, I talked to GT programs about where they can get involved and how you can get performing arts involved into your everyday classroom life and just to your in your life as a whole because it has so many benefits and most people don't realize that so with my platform hopefully that people can see that it will 
not only benefit you in the classroom, but in your life as a whole. Yay! Why do you think the judges selected you to represent the state? Okay, I heard it. I heard it. Honestly, through my experience and my interview, I try to be so authentic and to try to just be myself. Because I know sometimes through your experience, it's really easy to get caught up in who you think other people want you to be. And it's been a hard process to learn, but you have to just learn to be yourself and follow your heart and make your own decisions about what makes you feel good or how you should do this. And so the minute you walk to the interview room, you don't want to be someone that the judges want you to be. You want to be yourself when you go in there. And if they like you, great. And if they don't, you know, it's it's such a subjective you know, thing that it is. And so when you walk in there, you just have to be yourself. And that's what I try to do every time. And I'm blessed to for every panel that, you know, picks me. And it's great that they like me, honestly. Woohoo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so talk about your prep for Miss Teen Volunteer America. You know, what has it looked like? What's been shocking? What are your plans for it? What are you wanting to focus on? So I actually just got crowned this past weekend and the prep has already started. It's only been like four days and we've just been, we've been cramming in paperwork because it's due very soon. We are running talent every day to try to make sure that it's perfected before it goes on stage at nationals. I have different sets of headshots coming up with my sister queen. That's going to be so fun. And honestly, the prep never stops. The grind never stops is what they say. And it's been such a fun experience and it can be tiring at times, but you just learn to grow and have fun with it because eventually your year is going to be up and then it's all going to be a memory. So you have to have fun while you can. I love it. I love it. Okay. Our final question, if you could give one piece of advice to a first year title holder, what would it be? I know I already said this, but I tell it to everyone I come in contact to that's new. Be yourself. Don't try to be who you think other people want you to be. And again, it's hard to not get wrapped up in all of it because people are saying, wear this, do this on stage, model like this, say this in interview. And it can be really stressful and hard, but you just have to stick to your gut and realize that this is your dream. This is what you wanted to do. And so show people who you are, show people who so-and-so is, because I know I'm going to walk in there and show them who the real Chloe is. And you should do the same thing because it's what it's all about is about learning and growth. And it's not all about getting a shiny hat. If you get one great, But if you don't, you just move on to the next one because it's about growing in yourself and your confidence and how you feel about the world around you. I love it. That's some some great wisdom. That's some great wisdom. Well, thank you so much, Chloe, for coming on and chatting with me and, uh, you know, giving us a little bit more insight about your year and your plans for the future and, um, you know, just letting us get to know you a little bit more and just know that we'll be cheering you on at Nationals in a few months. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all. Thank you for having, thank you for having me.